Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down in the spotlight and squirt circle with Rhino. We're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. Thank you very much for listening to the Riley Factor part of the Grapple Talk Network. You can make sure to follow Grapple Talk at facebook.com slash thegrappletalk. Otherwise, follow us on Twitter at thegrappletalk as well. Pretty easy stuff. Grapple Talk Network, uh, it's myself, it's regular guy gaming, it's Deach and Dash, it is the flagship show, and brand new to the program is the Ross Family Matters podcast. It's the Ross Family picking stuff out of a fedora. It's it's good. You should listen to it. They say you shouldn't, but you really should. It's, it's good stuff. You should definitely do that. But anyways... This is the Riley Factor. This is why you tuned in. Thank you very much for listening. This week's guest is Stacy Shadows. Now, some of the stuff we talk about, I will just warn you, it's going to sound like she's about to get married. Well, it's because the episode's a little old. I apologize for that. Uh, the plan was to record this and you know have it as the you know celebration of her wedding. You know, it made sense, but unfortunately, just got caught up with other things and other stuff and it was just unfortunately it was on the back burner but I think it still holds up and I would say you know we'll do some uh, house cleaning after the interview and everything but uh, that being said it's still a good interview to listen to Stacey Shadows is a great you know great person great competitor doing great things with uh, Ring of Honor and everything else in the Midwest you know definitely earning her title as the Midwest Slayer um, so yeah it'll be it'll be good to talk with her Quick weekend recap from BCW before we get into the business, so let's get started. Weekend recap. Bruce City Wrestling, always a fun time. Uh, got a chance to wrestle uh, someone that I've never wrestled and someone I haven't wrestled in almost like five years. So it was a triple threat, myself, Scott Marciano, and Jared Jacks. Now, Jared, I have not wrestled since our tag feud in SWE, the Urban Assault Team versus Youth Gone Wild. So it was kind of nice just because, you know, both of our tag teams are no longer around um they're you know not wrestling anymore not to say that they're dead or anything but uh, actually you know you know i just realized jj ryan i don't really know where he is so maybe he is dead but hopefully that's not the case because that's kind of depressing to think about but um yeah so first time getting a chance to wrestle jared in a singles kind of competition even if it is a multi-man match and scott marciano uh first time wrestling him and uh, i gotta say his kicks are the real deal uh (laughs) Twice he got kicked, and both times the just the nerve ending shot up to my up to the to the head, and like, yeah, that was painful. But uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. Uh, as Jesse Von Ruden pointed out, I did a good job of making myself look like I got my ass kicked because I did. So uh, nothing nothing scripted about that. But uh, so that was a lot of fun. Had a, had a blast doing that. Uh, costume battle royal is always an interesting thing, especially on a Halloween show. And speaking of uh, costumes at a wrestling show, it's almost like stepping back into like the 1980s, some good old uh, 80s wrestling. You had the mega powers of the N words, uh, Acid Jazz and uh, Jesus Bryce, and then you had uh, the Hardcore Impact dressing up as Demolition. So Axe and Smash, but uh, Hardcore Craig and Polly Tomaselli. So really it was great stuff and of course you had roadhouse managing them as uh meet mr fuji so yeah good stuff there and of course bcw great card top to bottom 
Uh, that was just a couple things here that I just wanted to highlight and everything. And, uh, of course, it's Stacey Shadows. She was also in a match against uh, Tenshi and a very brutal, very much living up to the name of the Midwest Slayer. And there you go. Good segue into the Spotlight and Squared Circle segment, which we'll get to right now. So here it is without further ado, Stacey Shadows in this week's Spotlight and Squared Circle. Hope you enjoy it. And now, the moment you've been waiting for. It's Spotlight in the Squared Circle. All right, so a year ago, we were talking with you on Gravel Talk about like kind of being the mother hen because you it was you, it was you, Sierra, Ashley Madison, and Gabriella. And then Gabby, she, we'll just say she's gone. Disappeared. <laughs> we'll say she fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Ashley, you know, she's she still wants to go back, but obviously she's, you know, kind of inca- incapacitated, I guess. Yeah, like, she moved back to Ohio, and uh, she's actually pregnant, her husband oh, having a baby. I did not know that. Yeah, a couple months. It's kind of weird when you, you see all the couples that literally post everything about their lives, and then there's the other ones that don't, and they're like, oh, I didn't know they were pregnant. <laughs> Well, I get pictures anyway, so. Oh, well, there you go. But, yeah, yeah you're probably a little bit closer with Ashley than yeah, I Yeah, her and so. I talk pretty often. Yeah, so. Uh, but, I mean, fast forward now, you got you, you got Lena, you got Vanessa, and you still got Sierra. So, is it weird at all that it's you had that reoccurring role, I guess, as the quote-unquote mother hen? No. I actually really like being the mother hen because I get to teach them the stuff that I know and the stuff that I learn from the guys that help me, like sure. Matt Winchester, Brandon Blaze, actually I say Fear City Bruiser, and it's like I get a little bit of satisfaction seeing them grow right. and grasp onto the things that I teach them, right. then I know that they're learning the right way. Let me let me ask you this then. Party, do you do you wish part of it that you they were coming out of the dojo of pain, and maybe like that wasn't that wasn't all like because it seems like they all come from BCW, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. But it's like I mean because you're you're in with them and yeah. obviously you know Frank and uh, Bruiser trust you with with their with their younger students, but. It, Deep down, you're kind of like, man, what what does a dojo need to do? So they're they're at, they're in, like my camp or whatever. You know, I guess to me it doesn't or do really you see matter. It that way, I guess. No, like I it doesn't really matter to me if they came out of the dojo or if they came out of Thumper's Den, because either way, like they stuck around. That that's like the main goal because any girl that has come out of like or has gone to the dojo of pain, they never last. They they figure out how to take a bump. And then they're like, nope, this isn't for me. I'm out of here. Sure. And these girls stuck around. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just a, a thing in the southern part of the state that girls are a little bit tougher or what. But Maybe. Yeah. I mean, they're all from Milwaukee. So, yeah. You know. You know. That for, for what it's worth, I mean, they must make them a little bit tougher in the city. <laughs> Who knows? But, I mean, at the same time, though, I mean, it doesn't really matter because, you know, like I said, you got Frank and Bruiser that trust you with their, with their girls. And everything so ultimately it's not going to be oh well we don't really want you working with our girls like no yeah we want you to teach them yeah i mean i've been working for bruce city since february of 2010 yeah and i've been there constantly so matt and frank trust me to work with the girls and to be honest thumper's den and the dojo of pain are the same distance away from me uh-huh. they're both an hour and a half drive for me yeah so if I have time to go to Thumper's Den, I will, but 
when we do mostly you know camps on Sundays at the dojo so I just take my ride on Sunday mornings yeah definitely so uh, moving moving on from that talking about like the, the conference that and talking about dojo talking about traveling been doing a lot of traveling yeah. since we last talked to you yeah uh, been doing uh, girl fight on the Tuesday shows and was it Ohio I want to say yeah Ohio um, literally wrestling everywhere yeah you took the uh, you won the ICW uh, championship for uh, for insane championship wrestling the yep. Milwaukee uh, branch not the yeah. UK branch right. although that'd be pretty cool if you think <laughs> yeah, about it in hindsight cool. um, you know and obviously the most important thing is that you got to do some stuff with women of honor yes. so uh, what's that like I guess for you to you know essentially constantly be working 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 and then all of a sudden you get this opportunity to go to ring of honor essentially um it's very weird for me yeah because I'm more of a head down keep moving forward type of person just keep working never stop tunnel vision yeah never quit nothing yeah and just keep pushing and then like everybody says eventually you know something's gonna happen for you and it did I I took Bruiser and Silas to the Chicago Ridge show and once BJ Whitmer saw me he was like hey do you have your stuff and I was like yeah and he goes okay uh you and Kelly are on after intermission and blah 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 and I was like oh okay yeah. cool like, <laughs> sweet all right awesome yeah yeah I mean I think I think it's great because I uh I remember coming back from a show and I saw on Facebook uh you know oh nobody had plans for her and now she's back to back at Ring of Honor <laughs> yeah. and I'm like are you talking about are you talking about shadows <laughs> and then and just and like wasn't a yes or no it was just a wink emoji yeah. I'm like you son of a bitch <laughs> But I mean, I, I think that's great because I think at one point I saw, you know, oh, at Chicago Ridge, and then and, oh, sweet, and then sure enough, there was the the, the next day and everything. Uh, was it Mandy Leon that you that you? Yeah, had, um, had the next with? day was in Collinsville, which is kind of really close to St. Louis, and uh, Mandy Leon and I had a match. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think it's great too because I remember when we talked about when you were at the camp with uh, Gager and Bruiser, mm -hmm. uh, they they kind of pitched that you know that female Kane kind of gimmick you know like with you know the the, the psycho with the mask all yep. that stuff and then here you are now and you got what four different masks. Oh God, I think we're up to ten now. Up, up to ten. Yeah. Good grief. <laughs> and then here's the thing too is that it's not just oh here's the mask and I think it looks cool and stuff like that. You name them. Yeah, I do. And you name them after like. Pretty historical psychopaths. Yeah. The one that you sent me is just messed up. <laughs> bottom line, I think I even said to you, "Was like Jesus Christ, this person is just nuts." Like, what is wrong with you? And, I, and again, the great part is that if people understand like the name and like who it's tied to and like what they did, and they and that you're channeling them. Most people are gonna be like, "Man, she's just vicious," but then it's like, "Oh, she's channeling her and her dot dot dot." Yeah. So I. I wanted to name them after, like you said, historical people. I'll probably never really go into full detail with it. Yeah. Um, just because I don't have weeks on end to sit here and talk to you and tell you about every single one. But I, I wanted all of them to have meaning. I just didn't want to have, like, oh, here's another mask, whatever. Yeah. I Like, every single one, like, I will sit and when I paint them, I, like, will look at the blank one and just be like, hmm, what am I thinking right now? What am I feeling? I'll just do this and see how it looks. And yeah. if I don't like it, I'll wait till it dries, paint over it, and just start again. Yeah. And I, th I think that's great just because, again, like, you know, you could just do masks and, like, oh, no, I'll use red and black today and what, sure, whatnot. But, you know, here you are actually cha channeling 
you know, your soul into it if you want to be really cryptic and deep and everything. But then it's also like, oh, I'm going to name it this because there was this person and man, they were screwed up and man, that's exactly <laughs> what I want to challenge to. And that's the thing, that that's what makes it interesting. Yeah. So I remember I asked you first, like, okay, why are they named different people? And then you told me, I was like, wow. And you're like, the only person that has ever asked me that. All right, I'll take that. <laughs> and that's the thing is that now I feel that it's, I'm, you know, I'm richer for the experience, I guess, because now it's like, oh, I know what she's doing with that. Man. <laughs> Man, Shadows is just, you know, she's something else. Messed up. You know, up. When, you, when you put on the mask, you, you can ask any wrestler, when you put on the gear, you automatically feel like another person. Yeah. Like, you almost feel like a superhero. Yeah. And or it, a supervillain. Yeah, or supervillain. You know, it's the same for me, and it's the same with the mask. Like, I'll, whichever one, you know, it, it always pertains to the storyline, the promotion, and, you know, what I'm doing that night. It depends on which one that I wear. Yeah. And when I put it on, it's like... It's just like something comes over you. It's like, all right, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, you have ten now. Yep. Are you gonna make more? Do you? Mm. Have, what's? Do you have like an end game, or it's just kind of like, oh, now I kind of want to do this, and it's just like, holy crap, now I have ten. Well, the the Tupperware container that I keep them in because I've had several break in my gear bag already, oh, which damn. drives me absolutely insane. So I'll keep them in a Tupperware container. Uh, so far, 10 fit perfectly. Okay. And uh, I like to keep it that way. Okay. So until, if you want to get that 11th one, it's like, ah, oh, you need to get another yeah. Tupperware <laughs> container. Yeah. Or I need to get another gear bag. This is carry mass like, around. All right, can 11 fit in? And the snap's like, no. <laughs> Not even make 10 more. I mean, the main one that I wear, um, it's the, the white with the blood splatter, Aelith. Yeah. Um, in Gaelic, that actually means seasoned warrior. Uh, I consider myself seasoned because I've been in wrestling, you know, almost nine years. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that's fair to say that you're pretty seasoned. Yeah. And warrior. Look at my gear. Yeah. Definitely a type of warrior. That one, like, if you actually look at it, there's, like, cracks on the sides. There's a crack underneath the chin. There's a crack that goes straight across the forehead because yeah. it, that's the main one that I wear. Yeah. I've worn it for, like, the last three years. It's just beat to hell. But at the same time, <laughs> that kind of makes it look even better because if it's a clean mask and you're trying to come off like this psychopath yeah you know i mean case in point if if you have a shield that's completely untouched by battle or like a sword or anything then it's never seen combat you right know what i mean yeah so i mean most swords to see combat they're gonna be all messed up exactly. so why wouldn't your mask be messed up if it's a seasoned warrior yeah you know absolutely I mean? so uh with ring of honor so they kind of like i said they kind of pitched that idea that or not, I wouldn't say that, you know, they get full credit and they get the copyright for it or whatever, but, like, they, they kind of gave you the, the, the rough blueprints. So when you came back, so when you got to do Ring of Honor and you had that gimmick and everything, because, by the way, the, the, the picture of you at the stage in Chicago Ridge yeah. is amazing. Because, like, <laughs> you. you're just standing there with a the, with the mask and you look like this broken doll, and then there's just Women of Honor. It's like, holy, like, that's... That's a that's the Facebook photo. That's a profile picture right there. So you know when they got to see that, like what 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 do they say? You know when you're kind of like, hey, this is this is what you pitched, and this is what I came up with. Well, to back up at the camp, like you're signed. Right? Yeah. At the camp, I I still was wearing my pants, just a normal top. You know, I had my hair down. Yeah. And like the biggest critiques that I got was that they just didn't like my gear. And I was already, like, kind of brainstorming, like, a change and something I wanted to do, but I just, like, wasn't there yet. I just didn't know what I wanted to right. do. And I, don't, I think it might have been Delirious that said something to me about, like, a female cane. He's like, you know, with your facials and your hair, he's like, in you, your size and how big you are, you could almost do, like, a female cane. And I 
thought of the mask thing, but I was kind of nervous to do it because like crowds and like fans react to your face when you come out. So it's like if I if I have a mask on, I can't be vocal. Right. You know, I'm like I don't really know if I want to do this, but then my favorite band in this moment comes out with their blood album. Yep. And they have the blood girls wearing the mask and I was like, "Holy shit. There it is. There it is. I'm going to do it." And like the whole like It's basically where inspiration comes from. Sometimes. Absolutely. 100%. Thank you in this moment. <clears throat> uh, send me free stuff. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> you're right. She she's an avid listener, yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll tweet this to her. All right. Uh, <laughs> and the whole like gimmick idea like uh with the gear i mean they brought up something about trunks but i'm i'm big i i don't you know it's already weird for me to wear tight stuff so i wanted something around the outside i'm like hey it'd be really cool if like i did like a gladiator style gimmick yeah. and almost have like a top that like looked like a shield and Polly tomaselli who's an amazing gear maker yeah i, I can said, agree yeah i just yeah he makes your stuff yep i just said to him hey like this is my idea just go home and figure something out for me and that's what he produced and i was like oh my god i love it yeah i need one in this color and this color <laughs> i think i think it's great too just because i know i know sadist was kind of going for like that gladiator look for a while mm -hmm. and then it didn't really come to fruition because i don't think he really you know and of course we know sadist he's he's he, he comes up with like three different ideas in like a span of a week and they're like oh here's a here's my new cover photo for my oh i got i got this shirt day, <laughs> next day you know what here's here's my new shirt and it's just like all right cool that guy makes great stuff but like i think he had like the like a leather belt i think he made just for like his entrance yep and he changed his music and i was like oh no yeah that's what i wanted he had the yeah. uh he had the 300 intro yeah. and everything too and, and you know, and I was excited for that. And then he kind of dropped that, and he did more just focus on just him with the with the trunks and whatnot and everything. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. But at the same time, it was kind of nice because even though it didn't work out for him, it seemed to work out for you. Yeah. So, and ultimately, that's that's a pretty good thing too. Yeah. So for sure. Uh, I guess. Uh, have you heard from Ring of Honor? Can you dispel and can you maybe not dispel? Can you can you say that you've been in the talks with them, or is that kind of you know when they come around again, you just kind of like, hey, I'm here. Um, so. A little bit of A, a little bit of B. A little bit of A, a little yeah. bit of B. Sure. Um, I email them frequently sure. every day. Let you know if they need me for anything, I'm here. Yeah. Any any time that they come around the Midwest, I make a point to go to the shows. Absolutely. I feel like so like this is something I talk with you about a, a ton about is that I just feel like there's so many people that don't do that anymore. I know. You know, I I feel like for me, you know, here I am in lacrosse and I have to travel no matter what. But I love it. I'm like, I, you know, it's kind of fun to get on the road. And for me, I have a a stack of CDs now because it would be like, oh, I've been on the road for two weeks and I've used this CD. Kind of need a new one. It's like it's kind of like changing your underwear and changing yeah. your socks. I'm not saying that I wear underwear for two weeks straight and, there, and then change it. Yeah, right. That's disgusting. Um, yeah, right. If you're doing that, you need to rethink your life habits. Um, but no, it's like I love to travel. I love to go out. I love to just. You know, I feel like so many people are like, oh, support indie wrestling, but only if I'm booked on the show and support me. Yeah. Not support indie wrestling, go out and watch a show and, you know, support the product that you're trying to support. You know what I mean? I, like, know, I feel like so many people just, you know, like I've said this to you before, you know, if you if you if there's a show in your area that you can go to and you literally have nothing else going on and you're not going just because you're not booked, why? Yeah. You know? I, it, it is kind of like a lost art and, like, that's the thing, like... I mean, if you're not there, I mean, if I didn't go 
to you know Ring of Honor uh -huh. with you know Bruiser and Silas, they would have never called me. Right. I, w I was there, and they were like, "Hey, cool, awesome." Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, yeah, we yeah, we knew you. you were coming. You blew up my email. Yeah, exactly. Get your stuff on. Here you go. Because I like, I've had a ton of people like, for example, when uh, with the RCCW pages, hey, who do I talk to about getting booked? And like, I told four people this week, hey, you know, I know that you're, you know, that so and so is from your area. He's on the card. Honestly, you should come up with him. That way, you can meet the promoters, talk with them, put your face, you know, put you know, put a face to your message. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, because honestly, if you're not doing anything else, what's stopping you? Because honestly, for me, if I have the weekend off, I've learned that I really hate being in town. Yeah. Because it's weird. Because I'm sure you notice this too. Like, if you have like a weekend off and you're just oh, I'll just stay in town, and if you want to hang out with friends, it's just like all right, cool. So, uh, who's who's up for hanging out tonight? Oh, sorry, I got to work. Should have gotten the road. Yep. You know, so I always like to do that any opportunity I can. And I feel that, uh, I don't know, I just I just think it's interesting that so many people just don't do that. And I just think it's fun to do. That way, I know, and it's such a weird thing because, like, everybody, every vet will give you the speech when you first start wrestling. Like, you're going to miss weddings, you're going to miss funerals, you're going to miss birthdays and anniversaries. Sure. And that's the honest to God's truth. Yeah. And if you want to make it in wrestling but you decide to not miss all of that stuff, yeah. you're going to be the one that is missed. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you're going to be passed by because, like, uh, like opportunities don't necessarily come to find you. You have to find them. Exactly. You have to seek them out. You have to go to shows. Like, I mean, I'm on the road a lot, but if, you know, Roadhouse is booked on a show and I'm not, absolutely I'm going to go with him. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go with him to watch one because I love wrestling. I'm going to watch him. And I'm going to watch everybody else on the show because nine times out of ten, it's all my friends that are there. Exactly. You know, that's that's all the friends that I have now is is wrestlers. Yeah, and that's that's the thing I learned, uh, you know, a lot is that, like, the, the people that were my quote-unquote friends in college, never seen them anymore. Yeah, no. The only person I ever <laughs> no. see anymore is Nick, and <laughs> it's because I work with him, and, yeah. you know, he he's on the wrestling shows as well. But anybody else, don't see them anymore. No. They're always busy, or they just I kind of fell out, you know, out of touch with them. So now it's just like, all right, cool. I'm going to go hang out with my friends at the show, and I'm going to watch them hit each other in the face, and it's going to be a great time. Yeah, like uh, my best friend from high school, we've been friends since we were like 14, and she's maid of honor in my wedding. Yeah. And she, out of all of my friends from high school, out of my group of like 10 to 12 people, like she's the only one that I still talk to. Yeah. And, you know, she'll just be like, hey, are you home this weekend? No. Yeah. You know, and like she gets it, and like there's never any like flack from her. It's like, oh, dude, really? Like you can't take one night off? Yeah. She's never said that to me. No, she gets it. Yeah, she gets it. And like, if you know, I'll say to her like, hey, are you home on Tuesday night? She'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, okay, cool, let's go to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that, and especially with a lot of people that are waiting for their opportunity, quote unquote. You know, go to a show. Who knows? Somebody got would have gotten hit by a bus. Yeah. And it's like, hey, did you bring your gear? I mean, case in point, at Bruce City, you know, shameless plug. I got to manage Sean just because I kept coming to shows. Yeah. Like, hey, you, can you do this? All right. Yeah. All right, cool. Awesome. That's really how it works, and that's how it worked for me with Bruce City. Mm -hmm. You know, like one of the guys that, you know, was helping me out early in my career, um, Nick Colucci, he was just like, hey, he's like, I'm, you know, going to Bruce City. If you want to come, you might as well, you know, show up and talk to Frank. You know, so I did, you know, talk to Frank, you know, in January of, you know, 2010. He's like, well, you know, 
come back the next show and I'll see if I got something for you. So I went back the next show and he's like, hey, you're gonna do this, I'm gonna put you with this faction and then March you're gonna do this and then are you open April? And I'm like, oh my God, this is how this works? This is amazing. What's, what is happening? Yeah, <laughs> what is happening? I just got booked for a new promotion, cool. I, I don't know what's and going on. Then I never on. left. There you go, now you're top dog, basically. Yeah. So uh, talk about Roadhouse, you guys are getting married. Yes, we are. Um, you guys to act like you hate each other, and you probably do. Eh, sometimes. And you guys, you know, I remember last time we tried this because we had to redo this again because it just made sense. But, <laughs> you know, just like, oh, yeah, and we, we literally beat the shit out of each other, and we talked so much shit to each other, <laughs> but we're getting married. We're getting married. <laughs> like, I really, I really, really, really hope because everybody knows that you guys are, you know, any anybody I've told is like, yeah, so, uh, you know, Shadows and Roadhouse are getting married in September. It's like, yeah, they're perfect for each other, like hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. But like, I feel, I really hope that there's not that one asshole that thinks that you guys actually hate each other. Yeah, if there's anybody that uh, doesn't think these two should be wet, and then somebody <laughs> raises their hands, like, you better put your fucking hand down. Put your hand down, goddammit. But that'd be great to prove that you guys are, you know, in, inseparable because both of you are like. <laughs> yeah, like it's. I never thought, like, I never got into this business thinking that I would meet somebody yeah. in the business. And then once I met him, I was like, oh my God, I was like, this guy likes baseball. He's yeah. in love with wrestling. We both are really big Motorhead fans. This guy's really cool. Yeah. You know, and, you know, at first started talking as friends. And then after a while, it's like, you know, hey, let's give this a shot. You know, and here we are, like, four years later, getting yeah. married now. There you go. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know why. It's just always weird the people that you know. Like, you, obviously, I know that you guys were together and everything, but. It's kind of like uh, with uh, Melanie and Road, or not Roadhouse, <laughs> Melanie and uh, Ruff. Yes, you know they've been they're like been together for so long. Oh God, I, mean, I think like hey, ten years. Hey, we're having a baby. It's yep. like it's normal. That's understandable. There's nothing weird about it. But when you hear it, it's like really. <laughs> it's just like why. And it's the same thing. It's just like yeah. So uh, we've been been together four years. You know, we obviously love each other. So yeah, let's get married. It's like, Okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. It's like it, there's nothing weird about it, but it's weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. A little bit. I mean, but it's even weird for me. I, I was never. Like, no disrespect. No, no, like, no. Obviously, taken. congratulations. Like, thank you. But I, I was never that little girl. Obviously, anybody who knows me will understand when I say this. I was never that little girl that had like dreamed about my wedding. You know. You know, it'd be really funny if you actually were. <laughs> no, knowing knowing you, and, and then you were the, like the little girl, like like this is my fantasy wedding, and I'm gonna have unicorns and all this oh, stuff. No. And then it's just like, look at you now. It's just like, man, fucking night and day, <laughs> fucking night and day with you. It's like they grow up so fast. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So it's even it's even weird for me. Like, I mean, when he promote when he proposed to me. It, like he thought that I like developed Parkinson's all of a sudden because uh, uh, yeah I was just like uh what yeah just shaking and crying uncontrollably like really yeah he's like uh, are you gonna answer me I'm like oh my god yes yes shit sorry <laughs> I heard I heard you do that did that when you got a, a New Jersey from him too yeah Cause, dude because I just saw it's like yeah I didn't say anything and I just started crying yeah he he's really bad at like keeping things like quiet from me and. Like, he can't hold surprises. Like, he has to... If he gets something for me, he has to give it to me. He can't wait. Sure. And he ordered this jersey, and it actually came... Um, what was it? Wednesday night, I think? Yeah, Wednesday sure. night. And he's like, here's your wedding present. And I was like, really? You can't wait, like, six weeks? <laughs> and he's like, no, no. You, you have to open it now. And he's just like, you're going to shit your pants. I'm and you're like, just like, all right, okay. fine. I'm like, fine, yeah, fine. I'll open it. And I open it up, and it was Bo Jackson jersey. And I just literally sat there and just stared at it. Bo Jackson's been my favorite athlete my entire life. And I was just like, oh. 
and I just couldn't say anything. And of course, like I started crying. He's like, "Why do you always cry?" He's <laughs> <It's> like, <"Jesus> <laughs> "You <God."> always cry." <laughs> that, I mean, like, to be fair, that so that sounds textbook Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah. I mean. You know, case case in point, Nick was like, "Yeah, you know, Roadhouse, he's a really nice guy." And then literally the next show I was at, it's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." Yeah, we can't. What kill did you. I do? He's like, "I'm not a nice guy." He's like, I didn't say it. I know he and yells I threw at Nick me. under the bus. Yeah, like I can't tell people he's a nice guy. He kills his street cred. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> kills kills his credibility in prison because obviously he's at prison all the fucking time because he's he's such a badass. All right, so you and Roadhouse are uh, big Motorhead fans. Yes. Um, case in point with Roadhouse, if you've seen his shirt, yep. you can tell that there's a little bit of a, a, an homage. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite Motorhead, uh, favorite Motorhead album. I can't talk today. Oh man, I don't really know if I have a favorite because there's so many. Mm-hmm. But like my favorite song that I could listen to all day long is probably Hellraiser. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I actually told him that I wanted that to be his entrance music for RCCW uh-huh. and then what was funny is we were five minutes away from the venue today and then we had the radio on just kind of low and like we're talking business and all of a sudden he's just like wait what is this and turns it up and it was Hellraiser yeah I was like if that's not a sign I don't know what is I would say favorite song for me Born to Raise Hell yeah because it's good got one. a good good beat to it <coughs> um, favorite me. album I would probably say Eat the Rich only because yeah. I got that was my first Motorhead album as a kid and I grew up with that and I played it literally until I scratched the you know the album everything i wish i still had it <laughs> to be honest um and then of course went to kmart like you know for my second one and that was when uh when uh i can't remember the name of the album it had to, like sucker and uh trigger and all that stuff oh um i can't think of it i don't remember what it is well, you know he's what gonna I'm listen talking. to this he's gonna yell hey, at me hey you know what i'm talking about i so. can tell you a little uh funny story about motorhead um i'm a really big concert goer yeah and uh when him and I were like kind of talking, not really seeing each other kind of thing. And uh, I bought two tickets um, to see Volbeat, Lacuna Coil, Megadeth, and Motorhead. Yeah. And it was at the rave. And this was in like, I'm really weird with dates. This is in like February of like 2012, I think. No, yeah, I think it was 12. And I asked him to go with me. And I felt really weird. I was like, oh, I was like, this is kind of awkward. I'm kind of asking him out on a date, you know, but I don't know. Maybe I'll just say that we're just going to go as friends, whatever. And uh, he had a show in Minnesota the night before, and his car broke down. And he couldn't go with me. And so I just took one of my friends, and like I took that as like a sign, like oh he doesn't want to talk to me, yeah. you know. And then he's just like my yeah. car broke oh, down. Oh yeah, sure, my car yeah, broke I know, down. Right? I can't make it here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Whatever, dude, just say no. <laughs> I know. It's like really, come on, man, just tell me you don't want to hang yeah. out with me. No, you never believe it. Like somebody stole my transmission. <laughs> yeah. And then he kicked himself so much after that, and I was just like, oh, I was like, I was deaf for like three days, but. Yeah. Great show. Yeah, I should have been like, ah, oh, you gotta make it up to me yeah. with another concert. Hey. <laughs> I know. He's like, please say yes. <laughs> That's kind of been like our running thing for Valentine's Day. We just find a concert to go to. That's a good way to celebrate yeah. it, though. Yeah. Every, I feel like the whole like, uh, you know, the hearts and the red, you know, room and the petals and like the romantic steak dinner, like that's overdone. I what hate, a concert. I absolutely hate flowers because they die. So what's the point? Yeah. And I'm not a real big chocolate person. I used to be, but now it's like I just. Eh. Fell out of it, I guess. Yeah, just get me a burrito and take me to a concert. Yeah, it's the way to my heart. Uh, favorite <laughs> type of meat in a burrito? Oh man, chicken. Chicken? Yeah. I would say pulled pork. Really? Yeah, I love chicken, 
but pulled pork sometimes, like just like if you're like starving, man, hits the spot. Have you throw, ever had it? Throw, thinks- some, throw some hot sauce in it. Oh, I love hot sauce, love man. Hot sauce. Good for the liver. That, yeah. That's that's my rationale, but it's just I just love it. Yeah. Have you it ever can had have no a- health benefits whatsoever, <laughs> and I still eat the shit out of it. Have you ever had a Thanksgiving Day burrito? At BA burrito, yeah. They have the uh, they have the um, the pulled chick the pulled turkey yep. and then like the cranberry mayo and all yep. that. Oh my god, I love so BA, good. I love BA burrito on November. Otherwise, it's like yeah, sure, I'll try it out. Where's that? Is that here? Yeah, they got like three of them here. Yeah. Ooh. So I mean, November show. Good uh, to know. Yeah, definitely. Off to definitely go to BA hitting burrito. that up. There yeah. you go. Uh, how do how do people follow you on the social media? As a price wrap this up. Uh, everything is at Stacy Shadows. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Perfect. Well, this was fun, and I'm yeah. actually kind of glad that we did this uh, the second time because yeah. last time we were uh, getting bombarded by Brandon Blaze balls. So and that and Stash was talking about me having his children, and that was yep. weird. So yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Thanks for having me on again. Absolutely. I appreciate Anytime. it. Anytime. Hello, wrestling fans. Cole Cabana coming to you live from the One Hour Tease Arena, beautiful Chicago, Illinois. The pro wrestling action has been great so far, as you can see. Joey really dominating the ring so far. There's a beautiful belly-to-back suplex. And, uh-oh. Looks like Joey's shirt has been ripped. What's up with that? You ripped my shirt. Let's go check an instant replay, see exactly what happened there. You can see Joey's shirt ripped from the collar, and that's not good when you're trying to wear your pro wrestling t-shirt. Man, you ripped my shirt. It's my only shirt. Joey. Hey, it looks like Ryan from One Hour Tees just threw Joey Ryan a brand new t-shirt. Thanks, pro wrestling tees. ProWrestlingTees.com, over 3,000 wrestling t-shirts designed and sold by pro wrestlers. Wrestlers such as Steve Austin, CM Punk, Macho Man, Nick Foley, DDP, Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake, Hexaw, Jim Duggan, Scott Hall, Ted DiBiase, Cole Cabana, Joey Ryan, Cliff Compton, and the entire Bullet Club. All stores owned by pro wrestlers. Support pro wrestling today and visit ProWrestlingTees.com. This is Chris from Spot Monkey Media. Are you a professional wrestler, a promoter, a business owner? Spot Monkey Media is graphic design for the wrestling professional. We offer design services for t-shirts, event posters, 8x10s, logos, and even ring gear. But if you're not in the wrestling business, we work outside the ropes. Go to SpotMonkeyMedia.com for more information. Spot Monkey Media. Create your legacy. Yes, I'll take my eggs over easy, and I'll take my podcast, Deach and Dash. That's right, the Deach and Dash podcast hosted by me, gorgeous Jordy Lee, available via the Grapple Talk Network. It's about to get weird. We're going to talk some wrestling, maybe, some life, probably, and definitely going to ask whether you prefer ketchup or mustard. Catch us via the Grapple Talk Network and wherever iPods are available to you. iPods or podcasts? God, I'm the worst. Hey everybody, this is RGG from the Regular Guy Gaming Podcast on the Grapple Talk Network. I think it's safe to say if you like wrestling, you also like games. So join me and my co-host Ragbag as we talk about old games, new games, games we love, games we hate, special guests, interviews, and of course, Ragbag's love for Luigi Mansion. That is all on Regular Guy Gaming. Check us out.
So, Jesse, apparently we have to make a promo for our podcast, but I'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to say. Oh, come on, Nick. We just got to talk about Grapple Talk, where we talk about wrestling. It doesn't matter if it's the national stuff or the local stuff. That's true. I mean, regardless if it's WWE or our Spotlight in the Squared Circle segment where we highlight local talent, we cover it all. Oh, we also got to plug the social media. That's right. Facebook.com slash The Grapple Talk, and you can follow us on Twitter at The Grapple Talk. Man, that was a really good promo. That was. High five. Hi. Yeah. Tune into the Indie Power Rankings reveal every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio, Filling the Void Radio Network. You can also subscribe to Filling the Void Radio Network on iTunes. Give a follow to the Indie Power Rankings on Twitter at Indie Power Ranking, no GS. Instagram at Indie Power Rankings. On Facebook, facebook.com slash Indie Power Rankings. You can also go to the website where you can see the top 10 for the week, the tag team top 5, anything else independent wrestling related, indiepowerrankingsipr.wordpress.com. Always a blast talking with Stacy Shadows. Uh, again, I apologize that that was basically about a month and a half old. And, uh, yeah, from her wedding, I should say, and technically about two months old now. But still, you know, I, I feel like a lot of that stuff still holds pretty true. Just a little bit of house cleaning as well. Uh, the wedding was great. It was a great time. It was a fun event, and uh, it was interesting to have Sean Priest as the actual official priest because he is an ordained minister. So he's the only guy that got to actually dress up in character. And, of course, uh, made the uh, made an event poster for the uh, wedding, which was a hit. You know, a little plugged myself and everything. But it was a lot of fun. It was, I was glad to do it for, for, you know, two people that I consider pretty good friends in the wrestling business. Whether they feel the same way, that, that remains to be seen. But, nonetheless, it was uh, a great wedding. Uh, I don't think that there's any uh, rocks in the relationship yet. There's no trouble in paradise, which uh, that's the beauty of, of wrestling marriages is that, you know, if you're not feeling... You're not feeling your husband. You're not feeling your wife, and you're kind of pissed off at them. Just be like, "Hey, can I, can I, can I beat up my husband for a little bit, like for a match, storyline-wise? That makes sense." Uh, so yeah, that was that was fun stuff. Um, also, too, I just I just want to say this as well. I just got done with a uh, my fraternity's 50, 50th anniversary, five zero anniversary, and it's something that I was kind of thinking in relation to wrestling is that you know here here's a reunion that you know happens every five years and people come from all over and then they get to hang out for like a couple couple days and everything just kind of catch up and see how everything is going uh, with current events and everything and that's something that made me think about wrestling is you know I'm really fortunate that. You know, I have a re- reunion basically every week or, you know, every couple of days. And uh, it, it was something really, really uh, happy to do with wrestling because, you know, it, it, wrestling is very much like a fraternity. It's, you know, a group of people that you consider your family, just like in a fraternity where you consider everybody your brothers or if it's already your sisters. So, you know, it was really it was really great to just kind of break bread with people that I haven't seen in five years or maybe have never seen at all. And I sure that they felt the same way. But I just want to segue that into to wrestling just because that was everything kind of going around the same thing. But nonetheless, we'll get into the upcoming shows. Where am I going to be? And uh, come see me. Upcoming shows. October 28th, Two Rivers, Wisconsin, WPW at the Two Rivers Community House. That'll be a good time taking on Derek St. Holmes. Uh, we've been doing a little bit of stuff here and there over at WPW, so be interesting to just always, you know, sharpen your teeth against a guy that's been around for so long and has so much to offer. November 3rd, Friday, American Legion Post 52 in La Crosse, Wisconsin, taking on, uh, I don't know, 
It's an open challenge. 3BF will be in action. Uh, you know, it's always good to hang out with my boys, Nikki Duche and Cal Creed. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun time in lacrosse. Always is. It's kind of the last one of the season for RCCW. And then, for me, kind of the end of the season as well, just because with the new job, I, I really can't be on the road as much on the, during the Christmas season. So, it's unfortunate, but that pays the bills. So, got to go uh, where I can pay my rent. So, uh, at least until further notice. But make sure to give me a like on Facebook if you enjoy the show and you want to keep up to date on what I'm doing and if you want to keep listening to episodes of The Riley Factor, facebook.com slash wi and follow me on Twitter as well at WrongAlexRiley, which is also my Instagram page if you'd like to see what I post and everything. It's weird stuff here and there, and, and you don't have to worry about it. Uh, again, The Riley Factor part of the Grapple Talk Network, so make sure to... Get them a listen as well at The Grapple Talk for Facebook and Twitter. Easy enough. And you can always keep up to date on the Riley Factor episodes, Deach and Dash, Regular Guy Gaming, the flagship show, and the brand new Ross Family Matters podcast. So plenty of stuff to do on the road trips. So again, thank you very much for listening. Really appreciate that you uh, took your time out of your day to listen. And as always, I will see you in the next episode.